0: Hi, welcome to Supervision with a Vision. Today, Heather and I are talking about the behind the scenes of supervision. We read Behind the Scenes with a Counselor in Training, published in Counseling Today 2022. In the article, the first point is it really is training. Definitely.
1: I think that if you are not ready to take on supervisees to like really be in a teaching role Mm -hmm. or in communicate and all those things, that's probably supervision may not be what you need to do. It is having a lot of different pieces working all at one time.
0: Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. I do. I mean, maybe we've talked about it before with each other that when people become supervisors, they become supervisors for different reasons. Right. But if you don't realize that you're getting yourself into a position where you train people, it might not be for you. Right. I mean,
1: some people just don't enjoy that at all. Right. So that would be important to consider. It is constant training and a lot of it will depend on Is this person coming to you right away, like out of school, or Mm -mm. are they coming to you? They've you maybe you're their second supervisor. You're there, you know they've yeah they've moved and they you know
0: that's what I thought of at first. Is it really is training that at whatever step they're at in their development, you can really feel it and see it. I even you said you know maybe you're their first or second or third supervisor. Supervisor, it's really apparent to me when. I'm supervising, you know, newly supervising someone who's maybe had one or two others. Okay. And they only know supervision one way. Oh, yeah. That's always tricky. Right? I think you told me about a Mm -hmm. supervisee like that. that Yeah. You started out and you gave them your expectations and they they were were, surprised.
1: They were very surprised. Oh, what? We're talking about all my clients every week? Like they were very, Mm -hmm. oh, you want to see my notes? Oh, no one's asked me for notes before. Oh, well, I am. Mm -hmm. So, I mean things like that.
0: Yeah. Right now I have some supervisees that are wrapping up their hours for full mm-hmm. licensure and so working with them feels more collaborative than it does. Right. I'm not every week having to do a lot of teaching. They've learned a lot and they're they're more independent in what they're doing. So when I get new supervisees, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that the difference will be dramatic. I'll really notice, oh, wow, I'd forgotten. Right. I, I'd had this little group for so long that I'd forgotten that some people need hand-holding right. or don't know right things yet.
1: I guess it's been maybe three years ago. I was at that point where I ha- I was in transition. Like someone was finishing hours and I was taking <laughs> on someone new. And they called late one night and said, I think that I have to make a CPS report and mm. I want to make sure I'm doing everything right. And I was like, "Sure, no problem. Let me give you a call back." And in my head, I've talked plenty of people through whether we report or not, and then also like the process of Ugh. how you report and right. all those things. In my head, this was a ten-minute conversation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I had completely forgot that she was brand new and had never done this before, and never even knew about the like about the online system or about mm-hmm. like any piece of it. And she was really, really worried that she was going to make someone mad by making a report. And there was a whole bigger. I mean, it was an hour long conversation, not my ten minutes I thought, because yeah. it was walking through the steps and like behind it, and thought, you know it's not reassuring, hard, right? And coaching, right? Much more so than mm-hmm. in my brain. Like, yeah, go ahead and make the report. <laughs> like, okay, oh, you actually needed
0: more than just right. Make the yeah. report. I'm trying to think of examples where, may I assumed like you, like I assumed mm-hmm. that they they've been through this or they know this process, maybe. Times where I realized they didn't know what to expect. So they didn't, in counseling, right. in supervision also, but maybe I can think of I had a supervisee and kind of offhand comment. I, she didn't think that this would be an issue or a mm-hmm. focus of supervision. Mm-hmm. Mentioned that week to week, she was probably losing more clients than she was getting. Oh, yeah. And because she didn't have experience yet, she didn't have perspective. She thought that that was very typical. Right. Yeah. So she just mentioned, I think I asked her, well, tell me about this client. Oh, I'm not seeing them anymore. They didn't come back. Oh, and, and then, mm-hmm. you know, there were a couple like right. that in one week. And I went, How often is that happening? Oh, you know, you know, probably like everybody else, like about 70 or 80 percent. Oh, OK. okay. <laughs> Let's maybe reevaluate. Not, yeah. But not having perspective, maybe sometimes they don't know what to bring to supervision, what yeah. questions to ask or what they're having trouble with because they assume this is how it works. Right. Or this is how everybody feels.
1: Well, and I think sometimes you're having an experience that may not even be counseling relating. I had a supervisor walk into my office one night where we, we were leaving at the same time and his face was like he was in trouble. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, what's like, what's going on? It was right around the holidays. And we we're actually gonna be locking up the office for like a while. And I'm like, what's wrong? And he's like this, and he holds up this basket. And it is a beautifully decorated basket and it is filled with wine like five Uh-oh. bottles of wine from around the world. Uh-uh. And like, he's like, I don't know how to say no. <laughs> he just was like frozen with it. And I was like, okay. So he had actually been, he was getting close to the end of his hours, but like it was the first holiday season that he'd sure. been in this kind of in yeah. situation in well, private practice.
0: I mean, that's a good point too. It's training and yes, you gain experience the longer you do it. But how many times does something happen and you think, Well, that's the first time that's ever happened. Right. Okay. Well, that's a new one. Yep. (laughs) Forever. Right. Yeah.
1: It it never changes. And that's something, too, to like use in your training. Like it could happen at any point in time. It's not just because they're new or Mm -hmm. because they're learning.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about I've had a supervisee that maybe like yours, like I looked at her and knew something was not going well. And just, you know, reflecting a tiny bit or asking Mm -hmm. like, hey, what's going on? She said, I think I must be really bad at this. Oh, okay. I went, oh, what?" (laughs) well, at first I didn't know what she meant
1: by this. right?
0: And she said, I just feel like I'm trying really hard and I'm not making the difference I want to make or I can't catch up. Maybe I'm just I can't handle the things that are involved in this job. Right. And that was a good example of she just didn't have perspective because I had to really work to ask the right questions to get the like information for her was actually or, wrong yeah. yeah and once she described what she was having a hard time with i was able to give her feedback that no this expectation is unreasonable right. you're i don't i don't know how well you would do if you had reasonable expectations but something that's causing you a problem right now is that no you certainly can't see i don't know it was some really big number you can't see 40 clients a week right and think that's not is, possible right. <laughs> so it really is training mm-hmm all the Um, time. Yeah. The second point in the article was that you don't get any time off. Mm -hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Do you get time off as a supervisor? I think you
1: can. I mean, it depends on who your supervisees are. Like Mm -hmm. if they're mine right now, I have one working in a clinic setting and one working private practice, but they don't work weekends. Mm -hmm. And so I don't really I like, you know, once the day is finished on Friday, pretty much I do get a break until Monday morning. Mm -hmm. But That doesn't, that's just for my supervision part of my, you know, world. Like, that doesn't mean that something couldn't pop up with one of their clients over the weekend. Mm -hmm. But more than likely it doesn't.
0: Mm -hmm. Now, I have had supervisees that worked unusual hours or weekends. And then I do feel like I need to be available to Mm -hmm. what they have going on within reason. Right. So they know, okay, if it's a weekend, if I'm going out of town, I'm going to tell them. Right. And that still means that I'll be available, but it might make, mean it takes me longer to get back to you. Right. Or late at night, I'm pretty good, but I also sleep really well. Mm-hmm. So I might not wake up if it's mm-hmm. a weird hour late at night. Mm-hmm. So I think when I'm explaining that to my supervisees, I'm also trying to give them a lesson on boundaries. Right. Exactly. Uh, when you're on your own and you have clients that call on at a weird time on a weekend right. or something like that, that it would be appropriate for them to also say, no, I'm with my kids right now at the park, and so I can't take a phone call like that. Right, And doesn't mean that you don't ever get back to them, but within reason, you have some limits for yourself. One time I had, this was not a supervisee, but a client, and I think he did this two or three times. He would call in the afternoon on a weekend Mm. and leave a message, and his message would always sound like, I need you to call me back right now. Right. Some version of it. Right. And I think the first two times, I didn't call back on the weekend. I Mm -hmm. waited until Monday. But maybe the first time was like the afternoon on a Sunday. So it wasn't a very long wait until the next morning. I think the last time it happened, I remember, I was actually out to brunch with friends. And so we had mimosas. Right. And you're like, "Mm, well. Right. Well, exactly. (laughs) I'm not picking up that phone call. But this client was... I think he had just turned 21. Maybe he was 22. But when I saw him on Monday, I said, hey, I got your phone call. It sounded urgent, but I was with friends Mm -hmm. and we were actually at brunch and I had a mimosa. So there's absolutely no way that I was going to answer that phone call. And he actually started to say that he was upset by that. (laughs) And I said, stop and think about what you're saying. How upset or how would you have felt had I actually picked up the phone? And you could tell that I was in a busy place with noise around me. And maybe you could tell in my voice that I'd had a drink Mm -hmm. that stopped him. He went, okay, I got you. You made your point. That's a good point. And he didn't do it after that. And he got it. He didn't call again after that. So I try to set the same kind of example of boundaries for supervisees by me setting boundaries with them. Right. Very good. Okay. The last point in our article is be prepared to be called out on your own stuff.
1: Yeah. I mean, but it can be good. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always mean bad. Mm -hmm. I think especially with interns and supervisees are learning, right? They're fresh out of school. They maybe are up to date on something that I haven't done a continuing education for (laughs) yet, or I haven't, or they might be like, oh, well, that rule changed and now we're supposed to do it this way. Oh,
0: okay. Mm -hmm. I envision or it it brings up this feeling of like the five-year-old says, mommy said, Right. A curse word. or Right. Right. You're like, yes. Yes. That happened. (laughs) Okay. Mm. Yeah. So have you had supervisees call you out? And does it feel like that to you? Like, mommy just said a curse word. A little bit.
1: I mean, a little (laughs) bit. Depends on what it is. Sometimes I just go, okay. Yeah. And other times I'm like, oh, how did I miss that? Uh Like, that was silly. I actually had one when we were during lockdown, we were all doing virtual everything. Mm -hmm. And one of my supervisees sighed messaged me and said hey just so you know you really need to put your pronouns in your oh and I was like oh oh okay and like it made sense yeah but again we were like on the call we like finished yeah. the call like all that and like I didn't do it right away yeah. <laughs> like they brought it up again our next meeting was like so Heather you need to put huh. those in and I was like okay but I mean part of me was like but do I and then the other part was like okay but I get it but it just felt very yeah like
0: I think that's also developmental. Like right. if we're talking about the that is training, like right. it's part of their process that I don't know if that's an example, but there are some things that are more opinion or preference right. rules. Right. And trying to think about this, times that I've been called out, I had a supervisee that called out my business cards mm-hmm. that the business card didn't have all of the information on it that our state requires. And I think that is fact. Right. I mean, I, it's a requirement. I it's, could look yeah. it up. I could find the rule and I could find exactly what right. specifically I have to have on there. But I w- maybe like, okay, I'm thinking of another supervisee and we were co facilitating a group. Okay. And in the group, I gave an opinion and she just didn't like the opinion. Oh, okay. And you could tell. I mean, she she was having a hard time, so she felt strongly about what I'd said. Mm-hmm. She turned red. She got tearful. We barely made it out of the group before she was telling me that that what I'd said was wrong, and okay. that and that she felt like I needed to apologize to the group. Oh wow. Okay. I went. Hmm. It was very strong. Yeah, an opinion. <laughs> um, and I wish I could remember exactly what the opinion was. It wasn't related to mental health. Hmm. Which also more felt so, like, like yeah. right, <laughs> And I thought mm, if I'd made an opinion, maybe about like a specific diagnosis, right? Or an opinion about a medication that right. someone That's different. in the group was taking, right. right? But this was like mm-hmm. an opinion about a preference, right? And you're like, oh, okay. so I did stop and think about it, though, which yeah. I think is like That's you said. Point. You yeah. said there's it doesn't always mean it's a bad thing. There there's value in it that I did stop and reflect and think. What impact does it have that I gave an opinion? The opinion might affect somebody negatively. It might, in some cases, make me like genuine mm-hmm. or relatable. Right. But in the same way that it could do that, it could do the opposite. Okay. Sure. So I did stop and think about it, but I did also think, I don't know. I, I mean, no one else in the group at all seemed put off except for her. Right. I think in the end, I said, I apologize to her. Mm hmm. And said, I don't know that it's necessary for the group. Right. They it, seemed unaffected.
1: Right. And why it would we bring unaffected. something up that wasn't going right. to cause more dynamic?
0: <laughs> right. So then I th- we did spend time talking about why it was so yep. surprising to her. Right.
1: I mean, I think that's part of this whole being prepared to be called out mm-hmm. is when, and sometimes just asking a question, right? Uh, we are supposed to know the answer, mm-hmm. but there's plenty of times that I'm like, I have to look that up. I don't actually know. Mm-hmm. Let me read what the board says on that and I'll get back to you mm-hmm. because there are things that change in the board right? or there's things that like just hasn't crossed yeah. my mind before. What
0: about, I feel like my supervisees do this to me. They'll mention something and they, with kind of like the appreciation for me, like, Sarah knows everything. Oh, yeah. Like you're. Yeah. So they'll say, have you heard of ABCD? Right. And you're like training. Yeah. And I'm like, nope. no, no, mm-hmm. I haven't. Or the ABCD model right. of mm-hmm. fixing kids. And I'm like, I haven't heard of that one. Tell me all about it. Yeah. <laughs> I think even that. For right. Some people, you might have to prepare yourself for that. I think it usually is a surprise to my supervisees with the first time I say, I don't know. Right. I haven't heard of that one. I can look it up. Right or you can tell me about it, that they kind of go, what? How do you, you don't know about that one?
1: So I, I use that too. And I say, I don't know. I, I'll have to look it up for my newer, like greener supervisees. But if it's someone about to launch into their own thing and they've like been with me a long time, I'm like, I don't know. What does the board say? Like, I won't do the work for them because that oh, is no, part definitely. of it. You know, like, yeah. well, go look that up. Are you allowed to write a letter for that? I don't know. Go check it out. Mm-hmm. Even if sometimes I have hunched, it's like you have to get familiar with being able to read through.
0: I think I mean, like paperwork, like I don't fill out paperwork for my super. No, that's your paperwork. Right. Uh, But same thing if they ask me questions like, I mean, I could go look it up just as easily Mm -hmm. as you could go look it up. But it is some it is your responsibility to maintain and and stay on top of your license. So you should go look it up. Yeah. Get comfortable with reading Mm -hmm. all that. Mm hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think I feel that I don't feel in some way defensive or caught off guard. If someone calls me out about board changes right now, our board is changing it, so quickly. Yeah, it changes
1: every week. I feel like there's a new update on yeah. something.
0: I do. I have had maybe a couple who have said, like, you don't know. I'm like, I mm-hmm. don't <laughs> because it changes all right, the
1: time. Because it keeps changing. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm.
0: So there's opportunity for us and opportunity for supervisees through training mm-hmm. and being called out sometimes. Right it's an opportunity for both of us to learn the supervisor and the supervisee. So very true. Heather and I would love to hear about how you handle being called out and other Mm -hmm. aspects of behind the scenes supervision. Thanks today for listening to supervision with a vision. You've been listening to supervision with a vision. Head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Instagram at therapy Academy to join the conversation and get show notes. We'll be back next week with more Supervision with a Vision.